Welcome to the Sixers Mania Podcast. I'm your host, Will Coffrin. Joining me is Justin Maltz. Almost bungled that intro. I mean, I kind of did, but mm. uh, mm-hmm. big news in Sixers land, Maltz. The Sixers have signed Mo Bamba. I'm just kidding. There's it's, several other things we haven't talked about. How are you doing, Maltz? That's that's massive news, and I, I'm I'm ecstatic to be honest. So it, it feels good to be back. We're back on top. We're back on top. So it's uh, you know, it's just it's a great time to be alive, man. July Fourth, great holiday. Loved it. You know, celebrate our freedom. Beautiful. A lot of hot dogs. Okay, uh, yeah. but yeah, great, great time, man. I saw you thread about it. <laughs> so. I did. I started using Thread. Um, you know, I'm boycotting Twitter. Elon has ruined Twitter for all of us. So I'm officially a, I'm a Threadsman. They're calling it Threadsman. Big Threads guy. Uh, Elon has ruined Twitter, which is I'm moving to Threads as well. So we'll plug that at the end. Um, See. All right. So the real big news. Uh, we haven't done one since the draft. I went on vacation. We usually do the pre-draft pod. It's usually me and Sam. We unfortunately couldn't do that. It's actually my favorite pod to do. But hey, if I'm gonna miss one, it's gonna be one with the Sixers having no picks um so you know not much to say about the draft we took Ricky obviously I mean we'll talk we can touch on summer league but Ricky Council mm-hmm. yeah. Traquavion Smith uh and uh, who was the oh the uh the Arizona guy I don't even yeah, yeah. I, I, I forget anyway a real Close professional enough. setup right here uh he sucks yeah. he's not gonna make the team anyway uh, we'll never make the team, so I wouldn't worry about him. Uh, I have faith in Council and Smith a little bit, and uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, I still think it was a solid draft getting those guys undrafted, but nonetheless, nothing to talk about, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, it's just it, it's unfortunate they have, like we said, no draft capital or assets in general. So could have had the thirty fourth yeah, pick, but you know, yeah, yeah, but it's a it's a very boring time in in Sixers land. So yeah, not much to talk about there. Yeah, we uh, had the 34th pick, uh, of course, traded in the Matisse Thibel mm-hmm. trade, which was annoying, which we can speak on right now. We didn't re-sign Jade McDaniel, or Jalen McDaniel. Wow, I'm Jaylen. on fire today. Uh, <laughs> we didn't re-sign Jalen like McDaniels, Jaylen. and he was pretty cheap, so that was annoying. I know you liked him more than me, so what? just give me your quick little thought. You know, it's, I mean, that's, it's like you mentioned before, we've said it plenty of times in this podcast that we, you know, we usually, are, we don't have a... a a lot of wings and he was one of them and it hurts it hurts to lose him i think he would have been at least decent i'm not saying he's a star by any means but that's a role player that i think would fit in well here and did fit in well in in spurts but yeah unfortunate to lose him in uh in free agency yeah he's the type of guy nick nurse usually seems to coach too yes those athletic wings he was very cheap i i think this i mean granted the sixers are being held hostage by harden of course uh but I do think he was a guy they should have made more of an effort for. Uh, they basically let him walk. Yeah, they let him walk. They just said, okay, sign our. See ya. Yeah, it's like I'd rather have the 34th pick. Um, you know, I think it's debatable. Thibault signed for a pretty decent amount of money uh, and was matched by the Blazers. I, I like Thibault. I actually think that's a good contract. I know some people, uh, a lot of people hate Thibault, but. I would have, hey, I, I like Thibault just as much. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I thought we were to kept McDaniels longer than, you know, six months or whatever, but unfortunately yeah. we did not. And I, you know, obviously looking back on it, yes, it, it sucks to now not have either. Um, because well, at the time it was a bad trade just because it was like at the very least the 34th pick was or whatever it was. It was still Charlotte's pick. So we knew it wasn't going to be high, or we knew yeah. it was going to be low. It's like, all right, can we get that? Because we're trying to win this year. I don't need those two future seconds, you know? But No, yeah. I agree with that. I know. I know. It's, yeah, it's difficult to lose both and have basically nothing to even look look forward to so right especially with the new cba which i'm gonna say i think a thousand times in this episode uh the new cba is very uh it's gonna make those second rounders a lot more valuable i think that's why you saw on draft night not a lot of picks being bought Um, Mm -hmm. not to say that they weren't valuable before yeah uh but now with you look at you know desmond bain's making 40 million a year (laughs) like these these second round guys don't make a million you know uh no it's yeah so I, th- I don't know. We'll see. But uh, wait, uh, we really starting up hot with McDaniels and Thibault. Mm. Anywho, <laughs> um, let's talk about the Harden thing. So this is the best case scenario, right? Or what do is? you disagree? No, this is this. We're, uh, we're, oh, they're gonna say something. Oh, okay. No. Um. Yeah, it's great. I, I love having him back, but he's not really coming back. But he doesn't want to be here. But he maybe wants to be. I don't know. I don't know what is the best case scenario at this point. It feels like we're kind of stuck in this. You know, just I don't I don't know what to even say about James Harden at this point and kind of where we're going. But yeah, if they can trade him and get valuable pieces back, sure. But it's it's looking rough. So I don't know. 
the the scenario the reason I'm saying it's best case scenario and you, you can maybe disagree, it was either long term contract, he's here, he wants to be here, everything's whatever, all good. We but I don't want James Harden here in the short term, let alone the long term. I don't want him on a bad contract. Uh option two is he walks, in which we get absolutely nothing for him, but at least you don't have a salary. This option and there there's four options, I guess. The third option is you trade him to or you sign him to an okay deal and then you trade him into the season but mm-hmm. you're because you're not allowed to trade him right away but if he opts in you can trade him right away and he has requested a trade i don't want him here i always thought he's daryl's more daryl Morey's blind spot and now he's hoping i'm you know i hope he goes i still don't think they're going to get as much as maybe people initially thought but i'm going to be honest even those like quote-unquote bad trade packages i think the sixers are going to be better off with i don't know your thoughts i, I I'll, I'll go through hard and trades later by the way but uh, I don't know. What yeah, I mean, I just I don't know what they can get in return for him. And I've seen some trades out there, but like they need at least someone that is as I'm not saying you're not going to get a proven star back or what you, we think. I mean, obviously, of course, oh, oh, I want Paul George in this and that's not realistic, obviously. But like, yeah, if you get Norman Powell and some other pieces, I mean, yes, it at least helps versus James Harden walking and having zero. But at the same time, like we're trying to compete. I don't know if Norman Powell and pieces gives you a better shot than James Harden. I think it gives you equal shot, which is still not great in my opinion, but I mean, if you can get picks for him or something, and I guess I don't even want to say rebuild though, because they're not in rebuild mode by any, yeah, we don't have so. our picks, so we can't even tank. Yeah. And there's I, no, we also I mean, have Embiid who's the MVP of the league. So yeah, I mean, you just need, you need to somehow, and everyone knows this, just, you know, flip James Harden for a, a start. It's not that easy. And I, I don't know what Daryl Moore is going to do. I don't know what the trade packages that are even they're looking like and what the mark for James Harden is. I, I'm sure there's teams that want Harden, although I know you're not a biggest fan of him, but there is some value to him. He's not a total scrub. I mean, led the league in assists. Yeah, it's, you know, it's not huge, but he did something there. And I, he had some performances in the playoffs and, and some not so great ones. But I don't know. I think James Harden still provides some value yeah. to some certain teams, and he will fit in as a as a veteran. And yeah, he's not worth the max. We all know that. We see that. Everyone understands that. But James Harden's still a pretty good basketball player at this point in his career. So he's worth something. And I think if Daryl Morey can, I, I don't know, I'll finesse a trade and bring a star back to Philly, a star caliber player of, of some level, then yeah, you have a shot. But they need someone that is a big enough name where. Joel Embiid doesn't have to have all the pressure on him or Tyrese Maxey has all the pressure on him. I don't know. It's Yeah. Yeah. So I think we might, we might disagree a little bit. I mean, I would agree. I, I would like a star, especially because I'm a little unsure about Maxey maybe in terms of being the second guy. Um, but I think you look at the Nuggets, look at honestly any team in recent memory that wasn't one of those like super teams. They usually just have two stars. Um, and even this year, the Nuggets, two stars, the the Heat, like one and a half stars, in Bam Adebayo being the one, yeah. of course, and Jimmy Butler half the time showed up. Not just kidding. Um, though Bam was the best player in the finals. Yeah, but that player development is crazy there. Yes, yes, I get your point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying, like, the, you talked about their player development, and I agree with that. But the other thing is, too, they just had, like, the the Heat looking at them. They had guys that could shoot off of movement, something the Sixers don't really have. Uh, just mm-hmm. down the line, they had a ton of guys that that were good and solid i'm not and i do think depth is overrated i've, I've said that a lot however i i think depth yeah. is overrated where i don't need like a good ninth man but i do think you need a good like seven look at the celtics and you need guys that you, you know I, I do think you pretty much need everyone to shoot besides maybe one or two guys um mm. and whatever we could talk about the philosophy of team building but i don't know i think the two-star system has proven to always be actually the better thing i mean if you can form a super team dynasty like the kd warriors then yes you do yeah yeah Uh, yes i agree i think the biggest part like you said is is making sure the pieces fit and previously that has not worked i mean yeah james harden is a more ball dominant player and he had transitioned to more of a playmaking role and he made it work to the best of his ability with joel and obviously joel's the main guy and he always will be and is however long he's here in philadelphia and i don't see that changing but if they can bring in some role players to fit alongside Embiid and, you know, compliment Maxi nice, then sure, that will help. But at the same time, like Jokic plays a way different style than Embiid. We all know that. So he's more of a passing. He's not looking to score. I just, I don't know who they can get back. And I'm sure there's plenty of role players out there that can fit. It's just, I feel that, I, I don't know. It's like you said before, I, I do hesitate about Maxi being that second guy because yes, a star and a half, but is Maxi there yet where he can really be that second guy for sure? I don't know. I, I hope so. Uh, but they definitely need at least a, a high caliber role player, 
Someone that can really right. give you give you buckets, though, because Max is going to have off nights. Joel's going to have some off nights, and you need someone to step up, and that's got to be at least whoever you get back for Harden. That's got to be that main dude, who, whichever guy that is in the trade. Yeah, like the the Nuggets had with Aaron Gordon. He was definitely a high end role player. Definitely yeah, wasn't a yeah. star, and you know, Contavious Call Up Hope, Bruce, Bruce yeah, Brown, veteran, um, yeah, bunch bunch of guys like that, and that's why I think I'm more open to the role players. Now you mentioned the Maxi not being good enough. I don't think he's good enough. I would. I mean, hot take. I would trade him and Harden because the thing with Murray and Jokic, and I I think a lot of times people make mistakes chasing the team that just won, but I actually think this is the case throughout the previous few years. But I'll, So I'm just using them as the example right now. Murray and Jokic fit perfectly together, and the role players fit very well. And they all can shoot. There's not really any issues. Like I don't, I don't want to say the Nuggets are a flawless team because, you know, Jokic, not a great defender. Uh, Murray, not a great passer. You know, they have flaws uh, yeah. down the line defensively. Not actually like that great, uh, but it just fits together. With the Sixers, I don't think any of the three guys fit well together. Uh, Harden and Embiid, what they have in common is that they both play slow, but Harden wants the lane open the entire time and wants to just ISO where that's not going to work with Embiid. And that's yeah. a direct conflict. Uh, Maxi wants to go and, you know, whatever. I think he fits a little bit better with Embiid because he's uh, more willing to shoot off the, the catch and whatnot. Um, but his speed is an incredible element. So I don't think he's a perfect fit. I um, I mean, obviously, I don't want to trade Maxi as much as I want to trade James Harden. And I do think they will tra- mm-hmm. trade James Harden, even though he might start the season on the Sixers. I'm not entirely sure because I do think if Daryl gets this wrong, he's going to be fired. And the Sixers are fucked. So we got to make sure we get it right. Uh, so don't like sell them now just because you don't want to be part of this hostage situation. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. Like, it's a really dicey situation, but I still think this is the best case scenario. Um, I, the Maxi might be a hot take. And also, they said that Maxi's untouchable. Windhorse did that whole thing. Prime Michael Jordan, whatever it is, not happening. Uh, they're, they're not extending him, was the other news right now because yeah, they maximum yeah. cap flexibility you only do that if you're going to look into trading him and i know it doesn't really affect things down the line because like maxi if maxi tours acl you'd probably give him a max contract or whatever uh i mean just look once again look at desmond bain however yeah you know yeah, yeah. with desmond bain he has the poison pill so he needs to 40 million that's actual provision for anyone that doesn't know i'm not just talking about like poison like um, whatever <laughs> anyway this isn't game of thrones he has the poison pill where he you have to trade him for someone making forty million dollars in return. It's almost impossible to trade those guys. That's why they're not they're not extending Maxi right now. I they can say whatever they want, but I have to think they're looking at trading him. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, he's. I mean, we we talked about it. he's pretty much your only outside of James Harden, who is is a valuable asset. I mean, it's really Maxi, right? Who else are you even? Who Melton? I think right? Melton had some value. Maybe PJ Tucker. Maybe T- and like Tobias had any... some value now that he's expiring, but. It, whatever yeah and crumble cookie sponsor so yeah yeah the whole thing i mean of course man crumble cookie um but yeah i mean maxi's their most valuable piece outside of james harden who honestly maxi has i I assume maxi holds more value at this point than james harden yeah obviously not even close i mean so yeah so maxi's their most valuable piece that they can i guess move on from outside of joel and b who's untouchable i mean yeah so i don't i they yeah of course they're gonna not extend him but We'll see. They're in a rough situation. I do want to hear those hardened trades soon. Yeah, I so I I've, I have a bunch of fake ones, and some I might need to adjust on the fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of them are I'm not sure either team does it. You know, whatever we can talk about that. Yeah. When we go through them, of course. Um, I but, like it. I don't know. It doesn't. I I honestly like. It's crazy. We're kind of just running back and doing nothing, and it is frustrating. But uh, it does seem like they're gearing up for maybe a, a next year thing because we just i mean i don't know who's a free agent next year i guess i should be more prepared uh, but uh he uh well, yeah you know i think they're gearing up for next year because they know they need something like that to happen because we don't have the picks mm-hmm. unless maxi takes a huge leap he's their only young player we can really count on even jane springer i mean i don't mean to talk about summer league right now but man that guy looks like he's once again looks like a high school player and he looks like if everything goes well he can maybe be bruce brown which bruce brown's a good player but He's still a ways away from being Bruce Brown, which is not great. <laughs> so, I don't, Bruce I, don't, Brown. I don't know how much you can expect in terms of unexpected things. But um, anyway, you want to get into the hard trades now, I guess? Yeah. Yeah, rip them off. I'm ready. Let's go. All right. Trade one. And I'm going to adjust this. I have a different screenshot right now, but uh, I've thought about it more. And this is, I think Dame Lillard's going to the Heat. Uh, we haven't really talked about that much. The, we're not, the Sixers aren't getting Dame Lillard, so I didn't 
think it was really necessary. Okay, He's going to go to the Heat. I, I don't know if you disagree with that, but I, I don't see it. I don't know about the Heat, but I, I, I think it's very unlikely we get him. Yes, I saw the reports about him only want to go to the Heat and all that, blah, blay, blay. but we'll see. I, I don't okay. think he's going to us, though. I agree. Yes. Okay. If for some reason the Heat strike out, um, I have Tyler Hero, Nikola Jovic, and a 2027 first round pick for James Harden. Uh, I would, I would do that. Yes. Yes, I would do that. I'd rather have Tyler here than Harden straight up. I do think it's somewhat of a bad contract though with the new CBA. I'm not bad. Like one, or it might not be that bad. Like I keep, I don't mean, I think he's a good player. I don't think Desmond Bain's awful. He makes $40 million. Tyler hero makes 27 million. I'd rather have hero and 13 million personally. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yes. Yes. I would do that trade. I would do that trade. Okay. Would you do it if it would, there was no first round pick involved? I would still do it. I probably would too, which is crazy because I don't. I don't think the hero contract's good, but I think it, hero would fit so well with Embiid, which is we would. Crazy. We need we need a guy like Hero. Yes, it's kind of just like the best version of JJ Redick, right? Correct, correct, correct. Yeah. It's like a younger yes, yes, yes. I um and then this one, I don't know. He's been in trade rumors. This one also sounds mm-hmm. good. I swear the the rest are probably going to sound worse than these two. Uh, also, I okay. went. I went. I think. Uh, however, trade NBA. I think I went by standings in the Eastern Conference. Anyway, um, in, in case you're wondering about the order, there was no really rhyme or reason. I just kind of went mm-hmm. down the line. So Dejounte Murray's been in trade conversations. Uh, he has one mm-hmm. year left before he's going to make a massive amount of money. Mm-hmm. I think the Hawks know this. That's why he's been in trade uh, talks. They also have DeAndre Hunter, who's a f- terrible contract. Mm-hmm. In my mm-hmm. opinion, makes twenty million dollars a year. He's not very good. I have those two for James Harden. Yes. Immediately, yes. Very, very easy yes for me as well. Hunter is a bad contract, yes. but he actually kind of fits. And then Murray actually provides what I want out of Yes. Hunter. I actually originally, uh, yeah, I originally yes. wanted Murray over. I would do Murray straight up for Harden. I don't even need Hunter. I agree. Now, I don't, what if they made, wanted us to add a first-round pick to that? Because they did trade a bunch of firsts to get DeJounte. Yeah. I would still probably do that if we can get DeJounte and Hunter just because, like like you said, I mean, defensively, they're both very, very good. I mean, DeJounte's great on defense, and, like, I mean, he's still— The fit is great. Defense. The fit's perfect. So, yes, I would do that, and he's young. He's still young, relatively, right? I mean, DeJounte— uh, Murray, not, yeah, what is he, like, mid-20s? I don't have he's it up. Be like 26, 27? Point, but, I mean, he's— He fits the uh, timeline. DeJounte he's, Murray is 26 years old. Yeah, see, yeah. he's kind of in his prime. Yeah, I mean, we're entering, honestly. Yeah. Right, and you'd have to pay him a ton of money, and you'd probably be a bad contract, and that might be two bad contracts for James Harden, which will ruin the flexibility down the line. But fit-wise, you finally had some defenders around Joel. I think you could build an identity around defense. Uh, Max, You'd still have Maxi in this situation, so you'd still have the shooting from him. Uh, There's still pretty light shooting, because that means... You'd, uh, I think Hunter would probably come off the bench, and you start PJ and Tobias. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. And that, and that's an, I mean, that's getting way ahead, but I, I think that's a lot better of a team. It's you at least have a wing, which is better. Yeah, Dejounte, Maxi, Tobias. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not a bad. It's not actually. It's not. A, it's not a terrible lineup. It's not. I All like right. It. So here's my batshit crazy one. Oh god. I really feel like I'm actually starting out hot. Um. So I'm sorry if the other ones are a letdown. Um. This one's another easy yes for me, and I really didn't know. Maybe, maybe adding a first, maybe the Sixers would have to add a first round pick into this one as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, however, Lonzo Ball might never play basketball oh, again, and he go. makes twenty million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. So I have, and the Bulls are apparently looking to shake things up. Lonzo, Demar, and Levine. So I think you can imagine where this is going. Okay, I know who's yep for Tobias Harden, PJ Tucker, or DeAnthony Melton, whichever they would prefer i guess mm-hmm. um i'm doing it because you didn't say maxi and i'm doing it That's right it. yeah i think I'm levine's in. the best piece in there now he does make a ton of money i think demar's an upgrade over tobias now grant you have to now pay lonzo ball 20 million dollars to sit on the bench for two years i do yeah i know and it sucks so that play because that trade that's the top happened. yeah yeah and yes that one hurts i pick, mean then you know yeah, I mean, uh, I still probably would do that just because the scoring from Demar and Levine with Embiid and Max—I mean, that is a yeah. lot of scoring. And now that's we talked about that before, though. The fit though is questionable because a lot of those guys need the ball in their hands. Right? I think Levine so fits very well, and then Lonzo—you don't worry about his fit because he might never suit up. 
Yeah, then, well, yeah, like, yeah. I think well, Lonzo Marquardt would be a good fit. Kind of a wing. Yeah, Lonzo would be yeah, uh, incredible. He's almost like a perfect point guard for MB, perfect. honestly. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, but I don't, I don't think he's going to play. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think so either. So, just, yeah, I mean, I'd still do that trade just because I think the return overall you're getting is, you know, better value. So, yeah, yeah, I would do yeah. that. Uh, I think they would, hypothetically in that, they would probably want Melton, which I'm actually sort of fine with if you're getting Levine and DeRozan and you still have Matt. Yeah, but... I guess. It still hurt. I mean, I love Melton defensively. He's such a great addition. I, I but, would trade yeah. Melton, too. That's where you go for a hot take. I, I like really? Melton. Uh, he, he's got one year on his... Back. What was that? I mean, Sorry. Yeah. It's, well, it depends when you get back. I mean, I would trade Melton, Yeah, too, but you have one year be... left of him, and then you got to pay him a ton of money. I, I know it's everyone's not a ton. It's not like well, that's, a, that's the biggest thing. I mean, everyone's getting paid, though. We throw on a ton of money. Like, it's like every guy. I mean, like you mentioned Desmond Bain. There's guys I'm missing that are just getting the bag. So, like, where? I mean, Tobias is gone, though, right next year. So yeah, one-year deal. I mean, unless – I mean, they could extend him. I mean, granted, I don't know what Tobias's value is going to look like on the open market, but if they gave him, like, a four-year $48 million and he's just making 12 a year, like, that's a pretty good deal, if I'm being honest. Maybe, maybe yeah, it would but- probably be a little bit more. Let's say Toby walks, right? Whatever is done, whatever. Yeah, gone. I think he would walk like, it so you bring in a big free agent. That's kind of what Daryl's about. And I assume that's going to happen. Like, that's their, I guess, long term. Like, hey, next season, you know, let's say Tobias is gone. Let's say you trade Harden for like a, I don't even know what you get back. Expirings like, and picks, maybe. Yeah. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like, and then, so does that free up and they have max money after that, basically? Like, uh, it depends on what the maxi contract looks like as well as the cap. Yeah, see, that's the biggest question. So I can't, I can't have... really predict it, but. It would be looking good. I mean, they don't have many players under contract. It's also like Melton depends on him. Uh, the only guys yeah. they would have on the books are PJ Tucker and Embiid. Yeah, which and I guess yeah. Springer, if they yeah they that's choose, it. So. Yeah, so no, okay, uh, I would do that trade though. Going back to the Levine one, yes, okay. I'm in. Here are the way less sexy trades. <laughs> mm, and these are might we might finally get some no's because I'm I'm with you on all these. I'm ready. Uh, the Sixers get Luke Kennard, Brandon Clark, Zaire Williams, and Santi Aldama for James Harden. Why do I not hate that? Why do I low-key like that? I, I because like that. we I like Clark, we like Williams. Those are good role players. I like Clark. Santi Aldama, and then Luke Kennard fits perfectly with Embiid. Kennard, shooter, need it. Love it. Uh, you love it? Okay, so, I think it's a little it. strong. Aldama, whatever. I saw him in the playoffs. I, I like Santi. Some Grizzlies. Not bad. Really not bad. Okay. You know, gives me some Niang vibes. Not a great shooter, but just yeah, whatever. Just I don't know what it is about him. Just gives me some like minivan. We, we did lose. Bus. We didn't talk about that. You're much more devastated about Niang. Oh, I mean, don't even get me started. I start tearing up if I hear Niang. I just I can't even. I mean, the Cavs. That was too much him. money, though, right? Enjoy him. It was too much. Yeah, overpay. Overpay. Okay, fair. Well, I'm glad we're on the same page at least for that. I think. Uh, yes. Just, just quick Niang thing. Uh, first of all, I like the Cavs doing Strews and Niang. They kind of go with my, oh my God. thought of just get shooters, and shooters. Uh, they already have Mitchell and and Garland. It's going to space it so much for Mobley. I don't know. Uh, apparently, I've seen Jared Allen in trade rumors. I don't know how much longer they're doing that because, honestly, I kind of like Mobley at center better because uh, yeah. I don't like two like, non-shooters. So, and, and I like Mobley a lot. I think if you get Mobley a lot of space and then you have Mitchell and Garland, you're you're doing a good job so no yeah yeah niang got paid for sure but at the same time like i, I don't know yeah shooting's valuable and i i like what the Cavs are doing i agree i think it's smart yeah, well, struce was the other i don't know if i said struce struce, struce <laughs> got money yeah. but he was doing I mean, he nba finals run you're gonna get paid you're gonna get yeah paid. And he was awesome i mean he was i actually think it was pretty fair what he got yeah anyway no he's he's worth that i mean a guy like that is is worth that I'm, he, he is Speaking of shooters, and one that I think is on a phenomenal contract, uh, which is why this might seem a little light. Um, Sixers get Kevin Herter, who's, mm. who I was talking about. Uh, f- mm. He makes, uh, for those not wondering, $15.6 million for three years. Mm-hmm. Like I said, just compare that to Struess or whatever. I don't know. He, he's awesome. I love Kevin Herter. Uh, Kevin Herter, Malik Monk, who's an expiring, Ooh. and Davian Mitchell for James Harden. Uh yeah, I would I would do that. Would the Kings do that? I I don't know. I have to have Monk's Malik- expiring. So- I guess that's true. That's a good point. If he wasn't, I don't know if the Kings would do that. Yeah, it's just I mean Herder's a great contract. I don't think they care about Davian Mitchell, and I think they're right. I mean, granted, Harden and and Fox is a and Sabonis is a weird pairing, but if I could see the Kings being like, hey, we don't have enough star level talent. Like Sabonis and Fox aren't going to be the the two guys yeah. 
No, I, 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 do, I, I do. I like the trade for the Sixers. Yeah, you get a shooter. You get Malik Monk, who's more of a shot creator. Which and I then, like. yeah, yeah, and can still shot create and he can shoot. And then uh, Davion Mitchell, who's young, play defense. I, I like it. I mean, that's a good fit off the bench as well. Yeah. So I think Davion's kind of a scrub. He's just kind of in there for contracts. Uh, I like it though. It's a good scrappy guy. It's got a little. Uh, yeah, I liked him during the draft. But... A little Pat Bevanum, if you will. He he does. He and he is more realistically going to be Pat Bev than Jaden Springer is going to be Bruce Brown. Correct. Just, I agree. I agree with that 100. percent I mean, and by the way, I like the Pat Bev signing. I was really like that. Okay. Yeah, we can. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about it now. Uh, I only have two more trades left. Anyway, uh, both of which. Anyway. Um. <laughs> anyway, let's go. Uh, Pat Bev. I hate it. You like it. I think. I, I guess I shouldn't say hate it. It's a minimum contract. That's. We, that's, we, that's why. That's why. That's why. I, I don't, don't think he's better than Shake Milton. I don't think he is either, but he's cheaper than Jake Milton, and we have nothing else. We have no room, right? I mean, yeah, like, but Jake, uh, Jake didn't play in the playoffs last year. Yeah, but I like Pat Bev. I think he's a, he's a regular season guy. He'll get you a couple wins. Just late, I could just feel him late with the just intensity. Listen. He's meant for Philly. I could see he's getting a couple steals late. <laughs> pumps up the crowd. Guaranteed, there's going to be an B post with Pat Bev smiling after a game winner. I can already see it. I can see it. That's all I'm saying. I guess. Lock right. it in, Pat Bev. For me, I one of my favorite role players in 2019. We are not in 2019. Is is basically that, you know when Montrez Harrell was a good player, oh, Patrick God, Beverly go. was also a good player. So keep that in mind. It's not the same. It's pro- it, all right. It's a fine signing. I don't. He says also ridiculous shit, which I don't love. So whatever. I mean, I guess it's entertainment, but come on, it makes me question his basketball IQ. I guess. Um, yeah, it, it is though. I think I still like his energy off the bench. It's, it's like I said, yeah, obviously he's not going to win you anything and he's not going to score much or, but whatever. He brings some intensity yeah. and he's fine. In, he's in like Spurs if D'Anthony Melton was very up. bad and yeah, and, yeah, I, yes. and I think they should trade D'Anthony Melton. So that, you know, whatever seamless transition. We'll be fine. I do think this it, team does have flexibility for what they're going for, for the fact it was pretty rigid a month ago. Like I think they could trade the other three. I mean, they don't have many guys on our contract, so I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah, and and I, and I like the Bamba pickup. I know we touched on it to start, but I do like the Bamba one. I do love well. Bamba. Yeah, I like that. It's a solid backup. Whatever. I, mean, I we'll, guess is, is we'll go for Paul it. All gone. I mean, do we? Is that no. Kinda... So he's restricted. I think what they're going to do once again, flexibility, their favorite word. Um, I think they're going to re-sign B-Ball Paul to a good deal. I think we're going to play him at the four a lot, and I think we're going to trade him mid-season. Would be my guess. Yeah, I like that because he's he's a. I think he's got some value. Piece. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely. Do th- I, absolutely I know. Agree all right, is, I was thinking about this last night. My, it, I maybe I'm crazy for saying this. If uh, contracts aside, whatever. If the Suns traded DeAndre Ayton for Paul Reed, do you think they would be a worse team? Mm, no, not significantly. I think, I think they'd be better. Little, I, I think he'd be like, yeah. you know, like a poor, very poor he's man. Poor versatile. Yeah, he's yeah it's like he can defend the perimeter, he can defend the pain. He's undersized, which is like the big issue in his shooting. His shot looks yeah. terrible, though it did go in in the G- I don't know, in the G League. Uh, but I don't know. No, it's not. It it's makes not. thirty million a year. <laughs> like, no, Paul Reed is a very, he's a very good, very good backup. He could start on on a good amount of teams at least as a as a lower caliber center. I mean, he's definitely not going to wow you with scoring, but defensively, yeah, he's he's very solid and. I mean, he's young too. He is developing, and we we could see him get better season to season. And even the postseason, he had some big moments. So I like Paul Reed. I do. I think it's a if they could trade him and get some valuable pieces back that are more win now pieces. Sure, I think they yes. will. And that, that I think that's how you. I know teams aren't trying to trade wings, but I think that's maybe how you, get, especially for a center. I think that's how you get a wing, or that's how you get a cheap point guard replacement if you yeah. trade Maxi, if you trade Melton, if you trade. And Paul Harden, Reed whatever. does fit the more modern, like you mentioned, modern day center bill. He's not the traditional, like just you know, unlike Embiid. Where Embiid's, well, I don't really want to say Embiid because Embiid can do everything, so it doesn't really count. Yeah. But yeah, he's not just like a stiff in the middle. Paul Reed, I mean, he can you know switch, like you said. So yeah, yeah. And, and Bamba, I know that's like Daryl Morey pulling a Doc Rivers by getting a guy who went off against us, and the other guy he signed is some guy he knew ten years ago. Um, but I think. I do think Bamba is a good signing. I mean, for a minimum. I mean, come on. I mean, he he is a light, he is a pretty lights out shooter. Uh, I don't know what his percentage no, I lo- is, I, but I I love it. He de- you have to step up on him. Uh, he can defend. The, he can attack the rim. He doesn't do much else, and he's really athletic. 
uh, but he doesn't do much else. But I still and I think it's like hey, him. and you're going against a beat every day in practice. I'm sure I, I think it will help his development a little bit. He's still relatively young, right? I mean, how old is Mo? Bob? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't care about that because it's a one year deal. I mean, he is what he is. I think he might be what he is at this point. 25, 25. But if I were I him, like- I wouldn't have signed here. If I'm being honest, I would have signed elsewhere. Putting yourself behind him yeah, beats pretty I'm rough. Like- it is. It is because you're not going to get much time. But hey, whatever. I like it. He, I'll take he, it. He uh, he and Embiid like each other too, which I feel like we sign a bunch of guys Joel hates usually, like Al Horford and yeah Ben Simmons, etc. Let go of the guys like he likes. Friends, yeah. But uh, yeah. you know, he likes them. Uh, and I will say, I think I'm, I am interested. I mean, we play PJ Tucker at the four. Are we sure we're not going to play Mo Bamba at the four? Like, because he can know. shoot. I mean, hey, he can shoot. He could, if he could shoot, I don't give a damn. Like, yeah, we can get crazy with it. I think he's just going to be a backup center, but, but I, I, anyway, I like the signing. We can, uh, do you have any more Bomba? No, guy, no, right. no, good signing. I like it. Cheap. I like it. All right. I got, um, this trade. Now this is the rumored one. And I do think Harden likely ends up with the Clippers. Uh, we talked about Paul George that it's not going to happen would be my read on it. I thought there was a slight chance. This sounds, this might sound crazy. I thought there was a slight chance when they did not sign Russell Westbrook because it didn't, unless Russell Westbrook took that horrific deal he has an, one of the best contracts in the league honestly because he makes four million dollars a year uh would you rather mm-hmm. have 10 russell westbrooks or one desmond bain I don't know, whatever anyway uh but yeah uh unless he if because he took that contract it kind of puts a wind in my sails i thought potentially the clippers would be like hey we'll do this trade because we already have some overlap at the wing paul george and Kawhi can never stay healthy at the same time if we get james harden we get a guaranteed healthy guy we get a guaranteed playmaker like we haven't had that in years and that's been their one glaring weakness but with Westbrook, they kind of fill that void. So there's yeah. no chance Paul George is going to. Maybe there was a Tobias and James Harden for Paul George and like a bunch of scrubs. I I don't know. Um, here's the thing. If I'm Daryl Morey, I'm, I know I'm not going to get Paul George. I would at least ask for no bad contracts in return. Now, granted, a lot of those contracts are short. Uh, so for me, I would be taking. I would do. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the one I got. And this might be a little much. Norman Powell, Terrence Mann, Amir Coffey, Brandon Boston, Jason Preston, only there for contracts because, like I said, I don't want any bad contracts. And I initially had two first-round picks, but I'm going to say one first-round pick because I do think Norman Powell and Terrence Mann are legit role players. I think Amir Coffey's pretty, uh, like a, a solid addition, too. Boston and Preston could go without, but uh, Boston was a talented prospect. But, I mean, I, I don't think he's in anything. Same with Preston. Yeah. Uh, what, what are your thoughts? Do that one as well. No, I, I mean, I, I like it. It goes back yet a first, right? So I like it. It goes back to your kind of, you know, mindset of, hey, we get role players. And, you know, I, Norman Powell definitely headlines that for sure. And I, think, I think Mann is the I best think, player in that deal, actually. Really? Yeah, I think Terrence Mann's very good. I think he's underrated. Norman yeah, Powell, I, mean, I think, is not... a guy you look at his stats and you watch him on other teams and you think he's good. And then he gets to your team and you're like, he's not that good. I just feel like we never have a guy that is like a, just a natural scorer. I mean, I guess we get Maxi and whatever, but like, you know, it's just rare we have like a role player come up. The closest thing to that was like Melton, and he's not really an off the dribble to kind of like create it as much. I mean, he can do it a little bit, but well, we used to have role players like that, like JJ, but it's been yeah, but, I mean, but JJ's more like run off the screen and shoot. I'm, I'm talking about like, you know, like handle and like create for a little bit. Like six months total between the three years that he was here was able to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, I would hesitate to do that a little bit. Like compared to the other trades that you read off, I prefer them over this. I think but, I would agree with that. I actually think this one's better than the the, the Kings one, even though I do like Kevin Herter a lot. I don't know the Kings one. I, the Malik, I know Malik Monk's expiring, so that one does hurt too. And like Herter is a really good yeah, fit. It's Malik a lot Monk, of guys that really I, fit with us. <laughs> yeah, like Malik Monk had a, just a great. I, I mean, they all had really good seasons last year. I mean, the Kings were phenomenal. So I don't know. It's just. I don't know. I would hesitate to do that. I want to lean. I would lean towards no with that. Okay, me. interesting. Um, I would no. definitely do it in a pinch. I think Terrence Mann and Norman Powell provide more value than James Harden in addition to Amir Coffey in a first round pick. Okay, so, I, but that's that's perfectly fine. Um, I'm looking at this one now. There's just no way it happens. So I'll, I'll just read a different one. The one I had was. The, I, I took screenshots of any potential ones. Is like the Pelicans, you get Herb Jones. They just don't have the contracts. I don't want to take CJ McCollum. So it's like if you got Herb Jones and, you know, like Kyra Lewis or whatever. But but I also have Trey Murphy on that one. Trey Murphy is better than James Harden in and of himself. So not happening. I'm not even going to talk about that one. <laughs> um, which I know it might be a weird one to set Steal the Steal Harden for Wemby. So All right. It. So I do have a last one because I didn't include yes. this one. 
Uh, it's just uh, Harden for R.J. Barrett. I don't think they would include Josh Hart, but I'll do R.J. Barrett and Josh Hart. You do know, both for Yeah, Harden? both of them. Uh, I would do that. Barrett, bad contract. Not very good at anything. Mm-hmm. But maybe could be good. And Josh Hart, very good role player. Love him. Everyone loves him because he's from Nova. Uh, yeah, I, I would do that. I think you get enough in return, and I, I like that. I mean, once again, it's not like a – I don't even want to say it's not a win now. I mean, Barrett's decent. I, I would do I it. I think he's, I would he's do pretty it. rough. He can't really shoot. He's kind of just Tobias Harris, but like more ball handily. <laughs> I don't know. Better playmaker. I, I do know. like Hart. I do like Hart a lot what he brings to a team. But yeah, I mean, basically, I don't know. I don't know if they do that for some, whatever reason. They have all the Nova guys, so it just seems yeah, like that's true. Also, that's with true. the Knicks, I should mention that if I were the Knicks, I wouldn't trade for Harden because my eyes would be on Embiid when he requests out. So that's yeah. depressing. But anyway, of the trade packages that I said, what was your most preferred one? Uh, I'll, I'll give you some uh, reminders. Okay. I like the DeJounte. I'm going to say that. That over the hero uh, one because it seems like you like that one a lot. And then the Bulls one. Uh, I like, yeah, I would go DeJounte and then hero and then Kings. Okay. Really over the Bulls? Yeah. I, the Bulls, I don't know. The fit there is questionable. It just is. There's a lot of guys that need the ball. That's fine. I, I, I think the Bulls one is. Is bet- I mean, the Lonzo thing is really rough because it's just adding on $20 million of salary you can't get rid of because no one's going to Yeah, and that, that hurts too. Um, And Levine makes a ton of money. <laughs> uh, And DeRozan's expiring. So, I don't know. And and you're getting rid of Melton and Tobias Harris, which, you know, as much as I don't like Tobias Harris, uh, you know, I don't think he's that much. Like, he's still a useful player. Yeah, yeah, got. I agree. All right, and same with Melton. Uh, being useful. I don't know. For for me, my preferred ones. I I think uh, once I think the Hawks is my one. I actually really like I that Clippers one. I, I'm going to be honest. I know we're we're in complete agreement because you're no. If you're getting a first and those guys, I think you're getting useful role okay. players, good contracts, and a first. I think that because I would just flip that first for the next guy because I don't think any of these packages I gave not to you know be a deflator. I don't think any of these packages necessarily make you a championship team. Okay. So, I don't know. Uh, the hero one's very interesting just because I think hero would look really good and I think you could probably flip him uh, down the line if you really wanted to or you could just keep him because that contract might be all right. But I don't know. Uh, listeners, let us know your thoughts. There's Spotify comments or whatever. You can do that. Um, that's going to be it for part one. Uh, we're going to be back for a brief part two. We got to include the take segment so you know. Of course, yeah. All right, part two. Uh, importantly, going to get into takes, but we're just going to do a brief little, uh, oh, uh, by the way, breaking news, mm-hmm. uh, DeJounte Murray, uh, agreed to a four year, 120 million max extension. Fuck. Damn. So, oh, we lost him. So, uh, we lost wasn't him. that your top choice? Uh, <laughs> we lost him, ladies and gentlemen. It's over. GG's. That's actually up. a good deal. Tuesday. 30 million a year for DeJounte. I like it. It is. It is. Um. Yeah, so I guess what your number one preference would now be that uh... <laughs> the Kings. I'll do. It's it was the I heard uh, the the Heat one. Well, I guess that's the if Heat. They I would do the day. Heat. Kings. Right. I don't know. Forget Bulls. about it. Anyway, uh, speaking about the Heat, uh, I want to talk about the loser, Damian Lillard, uh, as quick as we can. West Coast Bradley Beal, some people call him. Uh, for a guy that I I don't even even need your. I mean, like chime in but i just want to say oh, like yeah. i don't have a question or anything but for a fucking guy that uh is talking about how much he loves portland yada 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 portland portland the uh, run from the grind he requests a trade to only the team that was in the finals and handicaps the team would not play for the sixers the celtics etc handicapping the team that he apparently cares so much about and wants to do what's best for them Dame is a loser. Uh, I still think if he goes to Miami for absolutely nothing, which might be the case, they're apparently not going to trade Caleb Martin. Uh, I mean, I think they're going to be very good. Have a shot winning. Maybe him and Jimmy clash. But, like, what a fucking loser. And, uh, yeah, he doesn't want to go to us, whatever. Uh, I don't think we could have gotten him anyway. Your thoughts? 
Yeah, I mean, from that perspective, yes, he is kind of a, a, a douche, if you will, for for kind of locking in one place. And there's one reason that someone wanted to go to Miami Heat is because of the first word I said, Miami. Right. right. I mean, that's that understands the draw. I'm sorry. However, it's like not... he doesn't want to go to. I mean, like I know people like I know Boston's cold, but like people like Boston. Uh, I don't know. He's saying yeah, literally. I, I he just, said one team he's going to. He said one team, which is absolutely absurd. I mean, you have a to play a little bit of of some. Yeah, yeah, playing team. Seriously, it's not like okay, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, you'd be a good fit. Let's face it, Dame Butler, Bay. Like that's a good trio. No one's debating that. But the real truth is that he just wants to be in Miami. He wants to be in Florida, South Florida. And that's. That's what it is. Win, but Miami, I'm just saying, like, it's the most loser way to get to a winning situation. Don't sign your contract. Then. The, Go sign with them in the free team, agency. The team was the Boston Heat, the Philadelphia Heat. He would not be there. He's yeah. going there because it's Miami, and that's the truth. And I and I understand. I get it to a degree. You've been in Portland for a long time. You want to go to, I guess you want to live in the warm and do whatever. Yeah. Fine. But to limit it, like you said, to one team is ridiculous. I mean, I think the Sixers would make a great fit with Damon and B. Be awesome. He'd be fine in, in uh, Boston. And there's plenty of teams that Dame would fit. Trust me. I mean, we all know that. But, yeah, for him to pick one team is just ridiculous. And, you know, they don't. I guess they don't have to trade him to the Heat. I mean, they're, they're going to hold out until the uh, they find, I guess, a decent trade offer, right? But there's no know. way I'm not, I, if I'm not getting Bam Hero or like good for. I mean, they would be getting Hero, but I'm not going to take a they're bad contract and then Tyler Hero, who's debatable because they might take like Duncan Robinson. Uh, I'm not taking a bad contract and Tyler Hero, who himself might be a bad a contract. Bunch of firsts. I mean, like a bunch for, of firsts. Yeah, and they don't have that, so it's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. they, the Trailblazers should trade them to like the Jazz. I saw were interested. Trade them to Jazz. Make them. I agree. Annoying. I what? agree. Not anyway. stupid. I agree. Uh, and I hate him. Also, waited to tell them until they signed Jeremy Grant to a five-year, hundred fifty million. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Whatever. Yeah, right. I, insane. Um. All right. That that's enough of Dame. I we're not gonna get. Him. We're gonna try to rapid fire this. I want to touch a little bit more on Tyrese Maxine trading because I feel like we bust through that and he is like beloved and that is a hot take. Like I thought I was going to get more pushback, honestly, uh, from you. He's uh, beloved. I love him. He is beloved. I think you can just find guards more easily. I'd rather have a wing. Uh, I'll give you the trade I liked best, not in terms of what we got, but I thought it just made sense for both teams, though I don't think the Nets would do it just given their thing. So obviously people know who this is going to involve and it would be a mm-hmm. gut punch mm-hmm. to trade Maxi for Mikhail Bridges. But uh it, mm-hmm. the what, what works contractually is Dorian Finney-Smith and Mikhail Bridges for Tobias and Maxi. That would save a ton of cap for the Nets, uh, I guess, Grant, depending on Maxi's next contract because uh, Tobias is a massive expiring. Uh, the Sixers, I like Finney-Smith better for the Sixers than I like Tobias, and I like Mikhail Bridges better for the Sixers than I like Maxi. to be honest. Uh, would you do that? I think fit wise, it is better. You're giving up more. You're gonna get. You're giving up talent for sure. I do agree that Bridges, obviously, uh, yes, at the three defensively. You don't find defensive season. wings like that that are also good on offense. And yeah, yeah, they could his own create. I think if Bridges continues to develop and what he can be, I mean, he will. He's. I mean, he's better than Maxi right now. I believe marginally. I think he's at a ceiling though, and Maxi. If you compare Maxi stats, and we mentioned Jamal Murray, who just won Maxi stats, Jamal Murray when he's young way better he's actually close to like steph curry stats now granted steph that, curry no that's kind of the that's kind of the question mark is like who continues and is he at his ceiling is bridges done kind of where he's where he could be roughly give or take and it's maxi on the way which it looks like maxi's on the way up and he's continued to show that bridges though i agree fit wise is better it's just what are we but like outside of max though what else do we have i guess it really i think at that harden, point you no. keep harden or you just trade him for like role player point guard types you know, yeah, I mean that's that's the question is what else do we have outside like Terrence of Mann I mean, that, or something? Those are the big question marks. Yeah, yeah. yeah so right. I don't know. I, I I would hesitate that a little bit just to base on the other pieces. I would I would because Maxi is very very valuable, and I think he you could package him up possibly and get something even bigger. But I don't know. Yeah, uh, I I think that's fair enough, and uh, that's pretty much what I wanted to talk about in Sixers land. Um, so we can get to America's favorite segment, but uh let's uh oh, no. let's do it no, so do you, no. do you have one ready a take for us i have i have one it's not great i thought of it as when i was walking outside today uh actually i was going shopping uh you know grocery shopping of course and i stumbled upon upon this place called aldi aldi i don't know what you want to call it yes aldi let I me just say yeah number one grocery store it I is like it. 
So it what is. is that? Just the price or or you just well, as a fellow? Quality. Yes, yes. The no price, price flat out. I mean, fantastic. I went in there. I spent ninety seven dollars. I've never got more food ever. I've never got. I can't even fit it in my cabinet. There's so much. There is so much. It's just unreal. Dips and chips and chicken, of course. I just I can go on and on. But the bottom line is, it's a top. It's it's if it's not two, it's one. And that makes no sense, but it's it's the best one. That's all I'm saying. Bad, most bad. I for don't buck. mean to shit on your take because I actually think a lot of people like Aldi, but I do agree the fact that it's a <laughs> discount store. People have like Big hesitations, time. and it's the food is like just as good, I have, and it's I way cheaper. They don't have a ton of selection. It's like their their downside. They don't have a ton, but like the quality is not that big a drop off. Like, <laughs> right. the they, and I'm getting them, and I'm getting like their like they have some name brands for sure, but yeah. I'm getting their brand, and their food is good. Like I'm like oh, you can barely taste the difference. Throw some Dude. sauce in that boy, we're good. Well, I went to Wegmans, which isn't uh, incredibly expensive uh, during college, but it's not as expensive as people think. But like just for comparison, I was buying like two weeks worth of groceries, maybe yep. two and a half. I would I would stretch it out because mm-hmm. I was a broke college student. I was spending like two hundred. Yeah plus dollars yeah. every time it adds up it adds up man yeah. trust me uh i love aldi my mother put me onto it because it was close by when we were living closer yes. to exton uh and i was like wow this is really it's elite yeah um yeah that's pretty much. I, I i guess i don't have much, much else to say about aldi it's not very um, much of a take but it's a take i'm staying yeah I, you know show respect to aldi please sponsor us aldi, aldi. Right. <laughs> anyway uh I'm going to give two takes because I usually don't give like basketball ones. And this one's Uh-oh. a little Sixers E and you know, okay, I, I, I prefer giving, giving non ones, but I feel like you can give a discussion. All right. Um, commissioners. So much talk is how Adam Silver's like great commissioner. Uh, does all these things. I have my problems with him for the Sixers stuff, the forcing hinky out. Um, however, since Adam Silver took over, he is the uh, insane downgrade. David Silver, it, David Silver, David Stern is the best you know. commissioner in the history of the NBA, and he was. It is such a downgrade to Adam Silver, and across the other leagues, people complained about them. Roger Goodell is fantastic. He has had one really bad thing with Ray Rice and then maybe the marijuana yeah. suspensions are a little much. He makes the NFL a ton of money. The NFL has only made changes that I pretty much like. Uh there's been some minor ones. But the NBA, they're doing this tournament Land that no one's gonna care I about. The tournament. I hate the tournament. Uh all these things with player movement. The contracts are just insane. I, I don't know what they're doing. The second apron, I, I hate all of that with the the new CBA is just not my thing it, it provides less flexibility i, I don't know I, you know i think there's issues with the nba and i yeah granted they're trying to take a shot but like adam silver just comes up with the worst solutions and he is an awful commissioner he they should get rid of him immediately i know disney apparently wanted him uh the nba should should let them walk i don't think he's making the nba any more money either i know these guys work for the owners but like goodell i think helps the nfl a lot more than silver does and I also just agree with most of his decisions. I haven't, I don't remember the last time Goodell has done something bad. Also, intervening with a team because you don't like what they're doing, going back to the, whatever. I've, I've probably gone on this rank before, but intervening with a team as a commissioner is unacceptable and he should have been fired on the spot for introducing the Clanchos, which, by the way, fucked the franchise pretty much. So, whatever. Um, yeah. So that's my take yeah. on Adam Silver. Also, uh, and furthermore, uh, baseball, they've made legit changes. The games are shorter now, they're awesome. I'm baseball, with, yeah, baseball has been great changes. I don't I like agree. baseball as much as a sport, but the shorter games are the way to go. They they've been better. Every sport has been, uh, even hockey's gotten better recently. And the hockey commissioner, I don't, I don't watch hockey because uh, hockey. Hockey's been up. yeah, Gary Bettman. He's been fantastic. He, he's been yeah. better as of late. He was originally got a lot of shit, but like they've been great. Meanwhile, Adam Silver, I know David Stern, the, the started the whole Sonics thing. That was a bad one, and David Stern also with I just called him. People the goat, love but, Stern, yeah, but. People respected Stern, they feared Stern, and no one gives a shit about Adam Silver. And Adam Silver ha- doesn't have the Sonics back in Seattle yet. Just, just letting it go out. Like, I, it's so dumb. I can't stand that man. He, I don't know what people think he does well. That's it for Adam Silver. All right. Um, you don't. Why? I, I want to do a non-sports, like I said, especially non-basketball. It's a show. It's definitely a show. It's a movie because I like to switch okay. things up. I think it did. I did show a couple times ago. 
Um, and I don't think you watch, Titanic, have watched any of his movies. Oh, um, Quentin Tarantino, have you watched him? Uh, I mean, I know who he is. I probably have Pulp seen Fiction, uh, Reservoir Dogs, uh, Inglorious Bastards, et cetera, et cetera. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, Kill Bill. I'm behind, okay? No one judged. And I know this is some iconic films. Okay, keep going. That That's fine. Uh, Pulp Fiction is considered one of the greatest films of all time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quentin Tarantino is just like, a terrible director, honestly. <laughs> like, I, I maybe I shouldn't say terrible. He thinks he's awesome and he will include essentially like 40 minute segments that could be cut. All of his movies are way too long. Uh, he has this massive ego, I think, where he just wants to do things his way. They're like ridiculously violent sometimes with like Django Unchained, just, just absurd. They don't, they aren't good movies, but for whatever reason, people like him. Uh, I think he's just like a incredibly mid director and I think he actively ruins a lot of his films. There would they would be so much better if he had a partner that was just there to be like hold him in check because some of this stuff is ridiculous. Pulp Fiction was pretty good. Reservoir Dogs was awesome. That's because he was early Quentin Tarantino. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was awful, but people just like to say it was good because it was Quentin Tarantino. I don't remember the last time he made mm-hmm. a good movie. I, I liked Inglorious mm-hmm. Bastards, uh, but even that was a weird movie, and I you know didn't think it was necessarily like powerful or you know whatever. So you're saying he's overrated? Is what you're saying? I think he, he's probably the most overrated director that I've seen and I like some of his films too, but I'm glad I didn't say James Cameron, bro. <laughs> Entourage. Aquaman, bro. Just because of Entourage. Honestly, shout out to James Cameron. Don't love his movies, but the fact he did Entourage for even a little bit was, was pretty awesome. Yeah, and and Scorsese an he did it. Didn't see Tarantino in there. Yeah. Didn't see him. And he's an expert on the uh, Titan submarine too. Uh, James Cameron. He's been down the Titanic so many times. <laughs> Love it. Got any submarine takes you would like? To no, no, no submarine takes. Just, you know, the I'd fact say, that you would never go in there, except you go on cruises. Ever. So. Uh, yeah, but cruises are above the water. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, nothing bad ever happened on a cruise. Oh, I can't no wait. escape, oh, middle of the ocean. Love it. I can swim. Yeah, Titanic. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Way fake news. All right, so that is the take segment. Anyway, thank you for listening, and then until next time, we'll probably try to. Get discussed. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, where can they find you, Multi? For usual. To, because we got to include threads now. No, of course. Yeah, yeah, threads. I don't even know my thread. I think it's just my username. I don't even have I my... I think it's just the same as Instagram, Twitter. right? I think Sixers Mania is up there. We got Justin Maltz. Of course, if you want to check me out on threads. You know, brand new. I'll be uh, I'll be threading out, as they call it. I'll be, I'll be threading the needle, some say. <laughs> I, I've seen that. you go on it. I think you're going to use threads more than you use your personal Twitter. So that's... I, I really... You know, I am. I definitely am. So I'm excited um, for it. It's a new chapter. I don't yeah. even think Threads looks great right now, but I'm going to be on. What is this? More takes. I, I want Threads to succeed because Twitter is just being botched and I, I can't stand like it. And I don't want to I don't want to pay for Twitter. So I kind of like it. I've been using it way more. All right. Well, I love that. So follow everybody on Threads. And then uh, also, if you know, pro sports fanatics now, not relevant. Yes. Yes. PSF. So. The change is there officially. Correct. There yes. you go. All right. Uh, you can find me on Will Coffer and all social media. Now my thread is the same as Instagram, so, you know, whatever. I, I don't even know how this shit works. I'm, I'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. Until next time.